I've heard other, obviously, podcasts advertised on it, but I don't know what yeah. advertising. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what I mean, a podcast advert. All oh, right, okay. It's alright, don't worry, I'm not, I'm not making money off it. <laughs> I'm just sat here on a bed of... No, I didn't mean that. I, could, <laughs> I, I, would more, I would be more shocked than anything else. <laughs> it's just a big crowd on Podcaster of the Year 2020. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Movie Chef podcast where we make a meal out of movies. Uh, with me, as uh, as always, is my... Uh, fly killer! Fly killer Cormac to Captain Tebbs over here. How many flies have you killed today? You look uh, off. Inclu- including those two? Yeah. Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> you've just... Uh, I'm saying you've just joined us. It's like... When I started recording, but yeah, basically two flies around your garage. Do you not think they might be like over some kind of dead raccoon or something? Do you have raccoons in Ireland? No. It could be a dead possum. Do you, do you have raccoons in, in England? In a zoo. Yeah, well, that, I, I, we have things called red pandas and they look like raccoons. Right. They're what if there's one dead? In, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what if there's one dead in your garage and you've got flies going around it? I don't think there is, Paul. I would smell it. <laughs> uh, so, how's your week been? Has it been um, as exciting and exhilarating as the rest of us? It's been it's been emotional. My son's birthday was on Saturday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, son! Um, we went we wherever went, he may be, <laughs> wherever he is now. I left him by the side of the road. No, uh, but we went to a place called We Are Vertigo. In, uh, oh. in Belfast, yes, it's like they, a, it's like they a bounce place or whatever it is. Yeah, it's got an indoor um, indoor skydiving, and mm-hmm. they didn't re- they didn't return my call on numerous occasions. But that's another that's another career altogether. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there ones over in England, or is it just over here? No, it's just over there. I just knew uh, about it. And anyway, well, it's kind of like it's kind of like a like a, a massive bounce house. That's all you can kind of think it is. It's like obstacle courses oh. and and air air plastic and shit. What? For the English speaking listeners, a bounce house is a tra- tra- trampoline park. <laughs> oh, it's just like a big bounce house. Right, hold on. <laughs> there's no trampolines in it. Fuck off. There is. No, there's not. What is, it arse. what is it then? Inflatables? You fucking English. You English just always trying to fucking. Ooh, ooh, it's not a bounce house, it's a trampoline park. <laughs> Fuck you, there's no trampoline there. Fucking dickhead. What is it then? Why is it so bouncy? It's a fucking bounce house. It's an inflatable. Aye. So it's a bouncy it's castle. House. So it's a bouncy, bouncy castle. castle. It's, it's a fucking bounce house. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have a good time? Castle means that it, there's one. It's like a fucking castle. It's not a fucking castle. It's a fucking house. It's a French house. <laughs> so it's a small. So it's a smaller bouncy it's castle. It's a kitchen and two bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you get to go in one corner of the bounce house and stress about the gas bill that's just come through. Yes, yes. We just broke into the next door's neighbours and started bouncing on the sofas. All right. <laughs> Are you happy? And did he have, did he have a good time? 
I had a great time. Uh, I burnt myself. I don't know. And you, it's obviously I'm in pitch dark and I've got a, a big cut on my elbow. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, so I had a boo-boo. Right? Yeah, I'm all right. Like, you know. Was that at the house? I'm a big boy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was going through the assault course and my sister-in-law and me were trying to race. And I kind of jumped on top of her and nearly broke her leg. And then I hit my elbow off the side, yeah. Is this you that looks like Shrek and your sister-in-law that is probably about five stone wet through? Yeah. And you tackled this young damsel to the ground. Yes. <laughs> she was ahead of me, Paul. It was a race. I needed to win. All right? Jesus. Right. Sure not, sure girl, good time. You're never going to turn up in Dia Deirdre, are you? <laughs> My boyfriend's been uh, he's been sleeping with my sister. <laughs> no, fuck you. We're on the bounce house. <laughs> Are you sure that's not what it is? A euphemism for something else? No, it's don't, it's full of children. <laughs> Pervert. Uh, that, that makes it sound worse. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> it's only for children. It's like a Stephen King novel. You ready for some headlines? Got some news injected into I'm, your I'm veins. I'm glad you said news. I was absolutely thrilled when you said headlines. Yeah, I'm trying, to, about head. trying to headlines. mix the terminology up. You trying something new? Fuck new. Give me the news. <laughs> if I went into that living room tonight and the two kids are around the fire waiting for daddy to walk back in. Daddy, 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 please tell me the news tonight. Sorry, kids. Paul changed it to headlines. Do you know what they'd do, Paul? They'd fucking spit in my face. That's what they'd do. They'd spit right in my fucking face. And do you know what? I would take it. And he'd probably shank you or something, would he? Yeah. Oh, that'd be Aurora. Aurora would definitely shank me. Right. Samuel Jackson um, of Nick Fury fame has been signed up to star as Nick Fury in a spin-off Disney Plus TV series to to go along with all the other ones they're in. So, what do you reckon? So what is he? Has Samuel Jackson decided not to be in 30,000 movies a year now and he just wants to be in TV shows? Yeah, it's just been in a TV show now. It's probably going to be one of these like eight episodes or something, but basically, I don't know, they don't know what they're saying it's going to be about yet, whether it's going to be him in, in space or what happened between Winter Soldier and Endgame or something, but... Oh, he was, guess, right? Yeah, because he I, was with the... Um, Maria Hill. The Skrulls. He was Skrulls, with the Skrulls, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Because he was on that pretend holiday thing. That's that's the only that's the only story I want to see. When did Nick Fury stop being him and went off to space and the Skrull took over? That's the story there. There's a reason mm-hmm. why Fury left. So I'm up for that, but um, there's lots of other characters that we could see stuff with. So maybe it's just maybe they're just getting the most out of him before he uh, he retires. Do you think that they're maybe focusing on really shitty characters for the TV shows? Okay, mm. let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase shitty. that. Not shitty characters. That they're focusing on characters that don't have as much emotional background as everybody else. Loki does. Loki will be yeah, interesting. Okay. You've got Loki. Okay, Loki got yeah, all right. Hawkeye, I think he's giving him... Absolutely no, no interest in seeing a Hawkeye TV show. No, but that's that's just to bring the next one in. You've got um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and that says to me TV show that doesn't say t- uh, movie on their own. I don't know yeah, how many TV. people. Had... 
but you know as well as I do that that's going to be some kind of uh, like fucking detective fucking TV show that they try, you know what I mean it, you, you know exactly what kind of TV show that's going to be it's going to be the kind of TV show where they get framed for something they didn't do and have to go on the run and uh, yeah all, well, I well, it's... Them, all I picture them is like opening up at the Texas agency that's what I that's what I picture <laughs> No, I think it was, um, well, Baron Zemo's due to come back. What's, what was his name? It's a oh, German, the Austrian the or German. Age of, or Age of Ultron. They got started that. No, no, from Civil War. Helmet Zemo. Uh, Zemo. Oh, sorry, guy. yes, 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 yes. Matt, oh, Dan, Daniel, Ru- Daniel Brule. Daniel Brule. Okay. Brule, I'll Brule. Brule. Daniel. Yeah, his name is Daniel, yeah. He's a German. And, um, but basically he's coming back as one of the villains or something like that. And Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got that. And then we've got, um, well, there was a trailer released for WandaVision, which is one of their other TV shows that's coming out. Uh, it's due out in October. Um, it was supposed to be the second TV show to follow Falcon and Winter Soldier, but that one hasn't been finished yet. They, they weren't able to do post production. So now we've got WandaVision coming out next month on Disney Plus. Um, first Marvel TV show. What did you make of the trailer? It looks very odd, Paul. I'm not gonna lie. In what I way? I just don't like. I I, I get it that the, the the back kind of thing of you know fifties vision and 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 Maximoff mm. may be some kind of dream sequence. Uh, in, in one sequence of, and, and that may not be the, the visual aspect of what the TV show is going to be. I would be surprised if it was because that would bore the shit out of me. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe, maybe she has taken visions conscious, subconscious, and maybe she, that maybe that's a new power that, that, you know, that we didn't well, know that she could do. She's a reality altering witch. So. Yeah. And well, what, what I'm is... thinking, what I'm thinking, maybe is when when she destroyed the Infinity Stone, the Vision's Infinity Stone, that maybe she took some of his essence, took some of his life force into her body. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be something along the lines of she's either this is either going on in her head as she's having some kind of psychic break, you know, mental mm-hmm. breakdown, yeah, or she's altering reality to bring Vision back to life. Right, okay. Oh, she's trying to, you know, she's creating these visions, visions in her head. Um, Because it looks to be going through all the sort of 50s, 60s, 70s, so we're going to get up to modern day. Um, We've seen sort of hints of, uh, if you've seen the trailer, then you know these, but basically it's them as a happily married couple. Um, You actually see a hint of his death in the trailer. Um, You've got a lot of stuff the sort of Halloween fancy dress so I think that's going to be one episode in itself the sort of nods yeah. to their original costumes in that do you, me- um, do you remember if anybody hasn't seen it if you've ever watched um, was it The Road to Pleasantville or Pleasantville yeah. Pleasantville uh, with Toby welcome, McGuire welcome yeah yeah Pleasantville it's, it's just Pleasantville isn't it Fly Killer Strikes Again I've got another one <laughs> <laughs> check for dead red pandas Check for a dead red panda under it's your, no under your dead chair. Dead red pandas. It's all it is is garbage, <laughs> garbage so, and shit from the house. So you're going to watch One Division then? I think there's, I think there's going to be something interesting about it. I mean, I've, I've I, got to admit, out of the whole MCU, the the One Division relationship wasn't 
the thing that was I was sort of hanging my emotional hat on. I wasn't really bothered about it either way. You knew what was going to happen to him as soon as he got one of the stones stuck in his head. It's got to come out eventually. So I couldn't really buy into that. But it's interesting to see the extent of her powers, if it is her powers that's doing this. Because we've got then uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And, Sc- and Sc- Maximoff Scarlet Witch is down to star in that, Elizabeth Olsen. So it's got well, to... Of, li- all I- them, of all of them, of all of them that's coming out, the two that I that I want to see more than anyone else, it obviously is uh, the Multiverse of Madness and the new Blade movie. I want to see what, what they do with Blade. Yeah. Um, WandaVision would probably be somewhere down around the Thor Dark World, you know, variety for me. What, in terms of excitement? Yeah. It was, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the She-Hulk TV series. Yeah, 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 very interested, yeah. Loki has got um, quite a lot going on. I can't remember the name, but it's like some kind of time police the time something authority time there's like time cops yeah there's basically time cops so and they've been seen or is wearing one of their logos in it or something very um, disappointed if Jean-Claude Van Damme is not in that movie he would be great who would he play in the MCU who would you have him who would you have him as Jean-Claude one? yeah Adam 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 Warlock mm-hmm. bit old isn't he fuck off just saying he's perfect he's perfect fart has Thor ever had like an uncle? What would you call them? Uncle Van Dam. <laughs> <laughs> right. What else have we got? What else have we got? More news. More news. Keep it coming, kids. Uh, M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Um He's revealed the title of his new movie. Um, oh, goody. Okay, you ready? Here we go. His new film is called Old. There you go. Okay. So, he tweeted out the other day, he said, It feels like a miracle that I'm standing here shooting the first shot of my new film. It's called Old. Hashtag Old Movie. At Old The Movie. <laughs> I think it Old Movie was already taken. Uh, and there's a poster accompanying it. It looks like a, an hourglass with sand falling down, but instead of sand, it looks like bodies. Um, what, Is it what a zombie reckon? movie? I don't know. Um, he hasn't said. It's a new trip. I hate it when they do that. A new trip from writer-director M. Night Shyamalan. It's only a matter of time, the poster, poster caption reads. A new trip. It's going to be weird, isn't it? He's going to... Shyamalan's trying to do Chris Nolan. Well, see, my problem with with M. Night, right, is the fact that uh, Sixth Sense was a fucking great movie. And because he kind of brought back that kind of um, uh, suspense-driven kind of surprise ending thing, he then just believed that, ah, I am the master of suspense. I am the master of the, the sleight of hand. Yeah. I am the master of the subterfuge. I am the... And you're thinking, right, it's M. Calm, calm the fuck down, because every other movie that you tried to do that with ended up shit. Yeah. And, you know, Sixth Sense was probably the only movie that had that kind of, like, <gasps> moment. You know, you look at it, uh, Unbreakable, no. Signs, nah. 
No. Um, village. No. no. Lady in the Water. Oh, no. no the Village. No. Happening. No, no, no. The Village. No. The Village. Oh, shut up. If you're if you're gonna sit there and try and tell me that the village is a good movie, she I, was I, I, blind. May, I may just I may just fucking no, hang I'm, up right now. I'm talking about the twist. Spoilers coming up for the village. The twist at the end, where she climbs through that wall or over that wall, and you find out it's in modern day. <laughs> fucking hell! You fucking knew that from the start. Oh, shut up, you dick! You're winding me up. <laughs> no, and Sixth Sense, it was kind of like. It felt like one of those films that was wanted to be like, you know, usual suspects or, you know, yeah. where all the pieces just suddenly slot into place and everything. You recognize all the callbacks right in that last minute and the baseball swinging away and all this. You felt like, oh, my God, he's lined it up so perfectly. And literally all they did was splash some water on a thing and it ran out. I just don't, I don't think there was anything more to it. But, yeah, look, Split and um, Glass. Split was very good. I think that was one of his probably second best film to Six Sense. And yeah, I include... I'm not. I'm not willing to give him a chance. After uh, After Earth, did you see that? Yeah, it was shit. Hot too. garbage. Yeah, it was crap. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I, gen- I genuinely don't understand how people keep giving them money to make movies. It's It's like like I watched the happening. And about 45 minutes into the movie, I had a look at Rachel and go, right, is there something wrong with me that I don't know what what is wrong with these people? And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, why are they acting, and forgive me, why are they acting like a bunch of autistic people? And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you know, they're they're, they're, they're people that are, they're on the spectrum. Like, they are on the spectrum. They turned from people who were, now... I say this in air quotes, normal thinking people. Um, but then they just changed the people that just completely went off the radar. And it's like, I don't understand what's going on. There was no story to it whatsoever. No. Like it, every, they were, everybody everybody was walking around. Like, there were smart people. There were, and then, you know, all of a sudden, what was going on in the movie? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. There's two things from that film I remember. I remember, well, three. I remember having a really weird, creepy opening where people are just committing suicide like lemons, walking into lawnmowers and stuff, and you think, Jesus, this could be one really creepy film. There's some, there's some happening here. I like, you know, let's let's go. And then at one point, Mark Wahlberg is talking to a house plant. Yeah. And he's sort of saying, "Forgive us, don't," because apparently it's some pollen that the plants are releasing that are killing people and the big action sequence near the end of the film was they were running to evade the wind yeah. they were just they were just told to stand on a hill and run as if something was chasing them and you're just watching this like this is just people running why how can you expect to watch them run away from the wind no look there's some hit and miss stuff split brilliant six sense brilliant unbreakable i kind of got that towards the end with samuel jackson you kind of like no how no of course it's him of course yeah. it is anyway um we've got more spin-offs uh so james gunn who is directing the suicide squad don't get him mixed up with suicide squad the suicide squad um released the recent panel and they announced that john cena is playing christopher smith aka peacemaker um very much a super soldier that will literally kill to have peace um he'll use violence 
to gain peace in the end is that kind of uh well according to Gunn he's the world's biggest douchebag so apparently he's a bit of a dick violent guy just wants peace super soldier and this is going to get a spin-off tv series so we already know he's not going to die in the film next year spoiler alert are you well, uh are you a john cena man or are you more of the rock i am not a john cena fan um but i'm willing to give him a chance uh, I cannot criticize a character that I haven't seen. I can't yeah. criticize. I can't criticize a character that I don't know anything about. Um, I'll 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 watch Suicide Squad. Um, I'll see what the crack is, and I'll, I'll make my judgment from there. But if you're asking me, do I want to see Suicide Squad? It is a resounding fuck off. The Suicide Squad. Sorry, the Suicide Squad. I have zero zero. Impact of wanting to watch that movie whatsoever. Really? Nothing. There's not been nothing like the first one. There's nothing in my body that's going. Oh, I can't wait to see what James Gunn does with it. But I thought you liked Guardians. I do I like Guardians. Like... Do you not want to see him do that with some Suicide Squad kind of characters? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. I I'm going to see it. King Shark. We're going to have King Shark in there. Oh, goody. <laughs> That'll be fun. Ah, oh, you miserable little bastard. <laughs> Is it because it'll be a 15 and you can't take kids? No, Ernie will go and see it. Ernie. Ernie's 10 foot tall. Is he? Well, no, no he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> He is, but he's on my shoulders. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> no. Right. Ah, another swig of blackberry. Blackberry juice. Um, Blackcurrant semen. Bless you. So what? Uh, what special? What chef special we're serving up this week? Uh, the Paul Verhoeven R.I.P. Uh, classic R.I.P. Paul Verhoeven <laughs> sorry to have lost you so soon <laughs> uh, Paul Verhoeven R.I.P. classic uh, 1987 Starship Troopers yeah Starship Troopers we've talked about uh, Showgirls quite recently episode mm-hmm. 25 if my memory recollects um, we've talked about Robocop and Total Recall in the past but this is the one of the latest films apart from Hollow Man this was sort of his most recent big success, wasn't it? Or oh, his last success. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he himself says that this is his favorite movie that he's ever made. You know, so uh, I've obviously I've read a wee bit of it. I will go into it a wee bit later on. Like, um, but um, it was of its time, uh, but also very, very, very much ahead of its time. Okay. Well, first of all, here's this. Rooster Bat is where it's at, oh he's all that, and that's a fact, you know it. He's the king of the podcasting thing. Hey freaks and geeks, this is the Rooster Bat Show, thank you for listening. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. So when did you first see this then? Uh, I think I might have seen Starship Troopers maybe the year 
after it came out. Right. Maybe maybe ninety eight, ninety nine. Maybe I I saw this in the cinema with my dad, and my dad was um, I hope it doesn't mind me saying this. It, it was a bit sort of he would never swear in front of the kids. Mm-hmm. I was I was probably like sixteen before I heard him say the f word. Um, Sammy. <laughs> I know. No, I won't go, I won't go there. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, it, it was kind of like we'd watch. It showed as Terminator when I was four. You know what showed I mean? It, it, it literally showed me the Terminator. There, right <laughs> there, son. No, the Terminator was a wrestling move that he used to put on, <laughs> on the kids. <laughs> Stretches <laughs> into shape. No, um, it, yeah, it showed as Terminator. He recorded it off BBC when we first got a top-down VHS recorder, and but like sex and stuff real sort of prudish didn't want it on in the room and everything so I said it goes oh should we go to pictures and it thank, I think that was the one of the last times I went to the pictures with him until recently mm-hmm. and we went to see Starship Troopers and it were 15 now I was 14 at the time just coming up to 15 so we went to see it and I tell you what the violence the tits there's not a lot of bad language in it. I think that's what I would. I'll talk. To, I'll talk about this in a minute in terms of the rating and stuff. But not a lot of bad language. But it's just it's got the over the top violence and it's got it's got a bit of everything, hasn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, the one thing that that struck me from from actually watching it again because it's kind of gone up and down. Starship Troopers when it, when it first came out, people didn't really know how to take it. You know, people thought that it was a a serious movie and people being really bad at acting and, you know, and then a few years later, you know, it was around maybe the uh, the Bush administration, you know, uh, USA fucking jumping in all guns blazing and all that jazz. People started to actually look at it and go, oh, you know, it's 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 just like what Verhoeven did with Robocop. And, you know, it, it strikes me now, looking back at it, going, why couldn't people have seen that then? You know, why, why, why didn't you see that then? Like, it doesn't, like, it's, it makes perfect sense when you watch, rewatch yeah. it as an, as an adult and going, wow, that's, it's an allegory for US. It's an allegory for, you know, Nazism. You know, it's an yeah. allegory for everything, you know. And I think there was, there was a good, there was a good phrase, um, that Verhoeven gave out. And it was, he wanted to make a movie where, uh, the fascists didn't want or didn't realize who the fascists were. Yeah. Yeah, and very good. And that, and that's, and that's basically how you describe the humans in Starship Trooper. They are, they're all, they're fascists, and it's a fascist movie. Yeah, and you know, and they but don't I think know it's... that they're fascists. No, they don't. It's, it's what, what was the scene? What is it from? Um... It's not from Peep Show, but it was Mitchell and Webb, oh, where we turn, Webb. they turn yeah, to each other and say, a Webb thing. "Are we the baddies?" Yeah. And I don't think it ever paints the humans as the aggressors. They're always shown to be provoked first, you know, with yeah. like the bombing of Buenos Aires. So it don't go into the full on sort of, it's, it's not like Avatar, you know, where it's saying the humans are invading and we're fighting back. You know, it's not that obvious. It's, yeah. it's still it's, a fascist. It's, it's, yeah, it's subtly, subtly implied that the humans have tried to colonize Klandathu. Yeah. It's subtly, subtly. Well, they're calling the colonies. Yeah, and then you know they have when they go 
that big base fight where they all get killed and and then fucking Carmen has to kind of fly them out. You know, that is a yeah. base that they try that they have tried to set up, and you know the Arachnids have uh, you know got them in there under false pretenses because they knew that they would come to try and rescue their people. <clears throat> and then you've got. I mean, in ter- let's just stick with it being a fascist. I don't think it's a fascist film. When you look at it on hi- in hindsight. No, it is. No, no. No, it is, because it portrays fascism. Yeah. But it's doing it tongue-in-cheek. It oh, yeah. Knows, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's yes, not yes. a piece of fascist propaganda disguised no, as no, no, a no, no, film. No. What I'm saying is, it's... Um, you've basically got a film that is taking the piss out of fascists. It's taking yeah. the piss out of the whole, you've got the whole Federation thing, they're all talking about why they're signed up to mobile infantry, and it's so they can have children. Do- and- Doogie, Hauser, Doogie Hauser is dressed up like a fucking Nazi officer at the end of the movie. After, yeah, from halfway through, you've got people saying, I want to, I want to, like, say I want to have babies, I want to become an actor or something. Didn't one guy want to be, oh, one guy wanted to be a writer. Writer. So yeah. he had to serve um, military, you know, Federation or whatever. Become a citizen. Yeah, and if you look at it, watching it today in terms of how the media is used to get an agenda across. Oh, yeah. It's, Fox, it's, ex- it's Fox News. It is Fox News. This is Fox News in 300 years' time. Yeah. And, and just exchange... This is, this is Fox News now. But, yeah, just exchange bugs for brown people. Yeah. 100%. And that's what, that's what Fox News want to be like. This 100%. is the way to take them down. This is the way to this. This is the way to that. Yeah, and I think for Hovens, I think for me, it's this could go hand in hand with RoboCop. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it it has that kind of um, tongue in cheek kind of blasé attitude towards you know Americanisms and you know all that stuff. It, it is it is very much a European's view on. A dystopian America that is literally just around the corner. But it's one that thinks it's a utopia. Yeah, of course. There's this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I mean, <laughs> like, the, 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 one, the one thing that kind of, that rang with, with Starship Troopers as well is that I genuinely believe that the movie holds up. Um, I genuinely believe that the effects hold up. Oh yeah, uh, it, like like ridiculously, yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple of bits and pieces. It's like it's like Blade Two. We described. We talked about there a few weeks back. There's a couple of scenes that you're going. That's that's a bit rough. Yeah. But yeah. it's 1987, and I thought the bugs looked fucking great. Uh, the brain looked fucking disgusting. Uh, yeah. You know all the the amputee kind of scenes, the war scenes. You know, and and that's another great thing that the movie does. It doesn't shy away from the actual fucking brutality of what a war is. You know, it, it gives you the visceral fucking legs blown off, fucking arms blown off, you know, heads blown off. You know, it gives you everything. And I, I like, genuinely, genuinely loved watching it again. Loved watching yeah. it again. It's absolutely fantastic. I mean, we'll look through the cast. Casper Van, is it Casper Van Dyne or Dean? I say Dean. Right, we're saying Dean. Casper, if we've got it wrong, sorry. Um, <laughs> Denise <laughs> Richards. Right. Is she, is Denise Richards being, she's not an airhead because she's a genius in it, but she's well, playing this ditzy yeah, female. Yeah, I mean, Denise, Denise Richards, throughout the entire movie, uh, you know, I, I fucking hated her. Um, You know, 
you know, she she breaks up with fucking with Johnny Rico. You know, she she doesn't want to get into a relationship, and then five minutes later, she's in a relationship. You know, it, 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 everything just looks at her. And you're you're just a fucking snob, bitch. You and know, then, do you know what I think when I'm watching her that Paul Verhoeven used to have a do- a, a girlfriend called Carmen. Yeah, I'd, but, I, I, but I think I think the character kind of redeems herself in the end. You know, once she gets, once she's in the the brain hive, um, and she kind of shows a wee bit more muscle kind of thing, I kind of got that kind of feeling. Oh, this is this is the her kind of turning it around again. But looking through everyone else, I mean, we've already said Neil Patrick Harris, but honestly, got the casting is Clancy Brown, Sergeant Zim. We've got Jake Busey, everyone's mm-hmm. second favorite Busey. As hey, it, uh, as hey. just remember, just remember, he played Starkweather in Frighteners. Michael Ironside is just pure badass in this. Of course he He's is. Absolutely. Even as a teacher, you just know you like you would never speak up in his lesson because he'd probably just choke you out with his one hand. And and how he pokes people with his fucking amputated arm. <laughs> and nobody seems to be weirded out. So what I'm thinking is, how many times has he just been poking fucking teenagers with his amputated arm? Oh, I'll do it all the just time. The, that is just the norm. It's just the norm. And did you notice um, one of the other um, Paul Verhoeven alumni in the cast? Mm, go over it. The news reporter on Clindathu. I, yeah, listen, again, he's one of these people that, that I know the face. He um, was the correspondent, was the news the news reporter on Starship Troopers. Two years before that, he was Phil. The guy who was perving on all the models in Las Vegas in Showgirls. Oh, yeah. Um, that's about all there's been in, to be honest. But, yeah, Verhoeven, <laughs> giving his love to his uh, previous cast members. But, there's, like, there is obviously, you know, a few things. We've talked about the, the kind of Nazism kind of thing that's fascism that's kind of apparent in it. Did you get the whole... Buenos Aires, Argentina thing. Go on. No. So obviously, after the Second World War, um, the Vatican hid a lot of Nazis and put them in the rat the rat holes. Okay. And sent them to South, sent them to South America. Right. So obviously, the people who are <laughs> are coming out of Buenos Aires <laughs> potentially could be, you know. <laughs> relatives of Nazi sympathizers or Nazis so, themselves. And during that um during the film, Paul Verhoeven specifically sent a multi megaton meteor to smash yeah. into Bright. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this film's just got layers, eh? It's like an onion. I was watching I've watched it with a new set of eyes today. I watched it like obviously it's been a while since I watched it. And you know what? It may be bollocks. It may not be true, yeah, but <laughs> but you know, it's and like I've, you can see, you can see the kind of uh, Carl obviously comes from Buenos Aires, and he obviously ends up the movie in a fucking SS uniform. Uh, you know, Johnny Rico, the you know blonde hair, blue eyed boy from from Argentina. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, another thing as well at the start of the movie. You know, they make this big thing at the start of Johnny Rico getting 37% in his maths exam. Big laugh when Carl puts it up on the board. 
<laughs> and, then his fa- and then his father gets all annoyed at him. I want to join the mobile industry. Uh, you're going to Harvard. Yeah, I thought that, and I wondered yeah. whether it. I wondered whether it was. He's going to buy his way into Harvard. Is he ever going to buy his way into Harvard? Because they mention about him being a rich boy and stuff in the Marines, mm. or uh, the mobile infantry. Sorry, definitely not the Marines. Or Harvard is such a shit school in the future that anybody can get into it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe all the good schools were in Buenos Aires. Maybe they were, maybe they are. Um, no, he just wanted to go to, what is it, Dagaba Beach. So they've obviously, they've colonised the universe and the people, so the, uh, the, the, the species who's got in the way of us colonising the, the entire universe has decided to kick back. And we say how. Oh. Do they? But are they kicking back? Like that's, 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 that's the whole kind of thing. They, they keep saying that the bugs have sent sent that asteroid to blow up Buenos Aires, right? Yeah. Can, do they have the capacity to, to throw a fucking asteroid? Is this well, another, is, is this another part of the propaganda? Was it not, do you know those bugs that fired the plasma out of their asses? Yeah, yeah, but that's one of this, can I just, one of this made an amazing video game. Yeah. Yeah, but carry that's, on. But that's, but that's the thing, though, these bugs are firing that plasma and they only go straight up. I mean, Clendathu, Clendathu, uh, you know, to Earth is like another fucking galaxy away. Yes. So you know, is this is this just a? It's a false flag, isn't it? That's, that's oh no, the, no. That's, the, I'm sure they showed it on the news, but then again, can we believe the news? Was it fake news? Was it yeah, propaganda? That, that's, it fired some plasma. Yeah, it fired some plasma into an asteroid belt, which sent an asteroid hurtling towards Earth. So they just fired a shot at Earth. I don't think they could have specifically hit for Buenos Aires, but they just basically, they must have taken an awful lot of shots to get that right. Well, see, that's the thing, though. It's, I believe, I believe it's a false flag. And you think the Federation? Of course, the, the Federation, fed- the Federation have allowed, have a lot, because at the start of the movie, they specifically say that they have new weapons to stop asteroids striking yeah. Earth. And then you see the fucking thing, and it blows up. Well, how the fuck wasn't that operational when the asteroid flew into Buenos Aires? Do you know what I'm saying? What? Buenos Aires was an inside job. Listen, it was an inside job, Paul. It It was was an inside inside job. job. CIA. CIA, they were the ones that hijacked that meteor. Weapons of mass destruction will not be found on Clendathu. Saddam Hussein is the brain! <laughs> Fuck! It's all coming together! But you see, it's right. So we've been told. Jet fuel doesn't fucking melt steam beams, Paul! <laughs> it's all so coming been, together! 911! So basically, the Federation, the Federation want to colonise Clendathu, the bugs have got in the way, they're using. Um, propaganda at home and they're using rewards such as being able to have children to sign up for a mass army to go and invade another race of bugs and all they want to do is live their life with their brain we've cracked this shit wide open tonight we have cracked this shit me you casper van dean we need all what we need to do is we need to get a sit down and we'd have a conversation. That's what we need to do. Can I put two nominations forward for best delivery of line in a film? Yeah, go for it. One, 
They sucked his brains out. <laughs> <laughs> I did think I was watching Showgirls when I heard that, but yeah, we're back to watching... Uh, Oh, what, about good old, what about good old, uh, I know what you're going to say next, good old Seth Gillian from uh, The Wire? You kill bugs good. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't no. one. That's, that's, that's yeah, another one. Right. Oh. You can, yeah, yeah, that was quite good. Actually. Um, I, I love an extra. I love an extra. And if you listen to this, if you still listen to this 46 minutes in, God bless you, but tweet us with your best extra in a film. Because my two favourite extras are the guy from Independence Day after Bill Pullman gives his speech. Gives him the salute. Yeah. Gives his salute. And oh my God, that guy must have got an Oscar for that. He's, he need best supporting extra. Um, and the other one is in um, Starship Troopers where they're talking about the bugs. And then this average guy just turns to the camera and just goes, the only good bug is a dead bug. Dead bug. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> he's, he's, do you know what though? Do you know what though, Paul? It's not. It says the man who's been slain flies all night. Listen, the bug. The, oh, isn't it? It just all comes together. I'm in yeah. here killing these bugs in the in, in the garage. You're thinking that there's dead red pandas in here. Fucking, I'm not thinking it. I know it. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. Fucking Nazis. Meteorites don't bomb. Meteorites. Them. False flags. Saddam Hussein is a brain in a cave. Oh. I don't know. I don't think Saddam Hussein is a brain. I think he'd be. Which one would he be? He'd be like a king warrior bug. But the brain no, is like Udai. Chemical that's Ali. Udai. Chemical Udai Ali. Udai. Yeah, Udai's. No, Chemical Ali's the brain. No. Saddam is the brain. He was in a cave. They pulled him out of a cave. Oh, you don't yeah. see this. <laughs> oh, it was on the news at that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they brought him out. And where he comes up right. to him at the end, he puts his hand on the brain. On the... Uh, it's definitely not a vagina, but he puts his hand on the bug's vagina. And he's just, he's afraid. Yeah, it's like, not shit, it's afraid. You've got it in a net, <laughs> surrounded by an evil, invading enemy force. Yes, it's afraid. What was the other one where he did as well? He walks in on, um, the, the, the saved him off the planet, and uh, Doogie Howser walks in, and there's Carmen and Arian stood next to each other. And he says, he walks in and he says, oh, we had to nuke that planet for such and such. And he looks at them both and uses his psychic powers. He goes, you don't agree. Well, too bad. And you're like, <laughs> it's like the one from Team America where somebody lands in front of you. She goes, I sensed you were confused. It's like, no shit. <laughs> and all of his psychic ability he walks in and it's like, he just looks at him and goes, you're not happy. No shit, I'm not happy. You just nuked the planet. Don't need to be fucking psychic to fucking read my mind on that one, Sherlock. So, the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've done the cast. No, I was looking into the bit about... So you know, do you know what? Sorry, do you know what? We haven't mentioned all the cast, and I do want to give a shout-out. Now, I, I don't know what her name is, um, uh, but... Sorry, I do know her name. Rue McClanahan. Okay. Now, I noticed, I noticed it for the first time. The teacher, the blind teacher. Yeah. Hang on, don't I, tell me. Don't tell me. I'm going to sing a song. All right. Thank Go you on. for being a friend. Oh, no. Travel down the road and back again. I've got another no? thing for you. Go on. Yeah, obviously Golden Girls, but go on. Was yeah, she, she was Blanche Duvoir. Duvoir and really? the Golden Girls. Yeah. Was she the one that was a bit of a tramp? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, she was, wasn't she? I would have fucked her. Fucking I would. Well, I was going to say I would right now, but she's 
been dead ten years. Um, here's a here's a little trivia for you. Quentin Tarantino, one of his first acting gigs was as an Elvis impersonator on the Golden Girls. Quentin Tarantino, one of his first acting roles was as an Elvis impersonator on the Golden Girls. Oh, I knew that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew that. Never seen it. I know it. I've never seen it. Um, I mean, we've got Dana Meyer, obviously. But yeah, look, so we're basically in a place where the fascist government have sent them all out. They've gone to find this brain bug. Have you seen any of the sequels? i seen the third one on sci-fi a few years back. Apparently and Casper really Van, Van Dien was actually in the third one. And it was very, very bad. Um, but something that I did see today, which I will be watching more of, um, I was going on to YouTube trying to see if I could see any wee tidbits and stuff and interviews with Verhoeven and the actors and stuff. And I noticed that there were animes. So yeah. there's, yeah, so there's two, there's two kind of, uh, what do you want to call them? Cartoons or anime or whatever. Um, so one is called Trader of Mars and the next one is called Invasion. Um, and they're both free to watch on YouTube. So, I, so I may, I may just jump into that. Um, that might be interesting. And it's got, uh, Casper Van Dien and Dean and May as voices. But you do, you know that Casper Van Dien was in a reality show as well. Was he? Yeah. You're just cracking an egg of knowledge right on me tonight, aren't you? Yeah, but do you know what the, uh, what the TV show is called? Please tell me. You don't, you, have you, uh, seriously, you've never heard of it? No. Is it So I Married a Princess? Is it? Cass- there's, a t- there's a TV show called So I Married a Princess. I think it was So I Married a Princess. Um, now, Casper Van Dien actually married a princess. <laughs> Of course it is. Why not? Um, I think I don't know if I'm right or not. She was the the daughter of I think it was something to do with Yugoslavia, and mm. there was a, a reality. Now they're divorced and stuff now. Like yeah. Um, so okay, uh, Catherine Oxenberg, uh, raised in she London, born in. Uh, she was an act. She was an actress. Like. She's the daughter of Her Royal Highness Princess Elizabeth of Yugoslavia. There we go. Yeah, that don't, that go. doesn't exist anymore. No. She's a princess of a country that doesn't exist. Well, it doesn't exist for good reason. Like. And now Casper Van Dien has married Jennifer we- Wenger. Or Wenger, depending on... Where if, you support Ar- if you support Arsenal or not. <laughs> if you support Arsenal or not. Um... So yeah, absolutely love this film. And like I say, I mentioned something about the uh, censorship and it was just a bit of nerdy stuff that I was reading up on. Because th- this was obviously a 15 when it came out in the cinema. Um, so in America, that's that's a really strong PG-13 into an R, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and then an 18 over here is a hard R. So, And it, this was a 15 at cinemas. And like I say, it was all violent and tits and everything. Um, yeah, we, haven't, we have we haven't even spoken about it. Are you? Uh, we will do. Are you? Are you a dizzy girl or are you a Carmen? Oh, I'll come on to that in one second. Okay, no worries. Um, and then when it came out on video, I was rushing down Blockbuster to buy it. It was one of these that I bought on pre pre owned, and it was an eighteen. I couldn't understand why it was an eighteen on video, but not in the cinema. Why was it fifteen? And I listened to a podcast from the BBFC, 
and they discuss it and it's basically it was one of those because of the lack of there's only one f-bomb in it but mm-hmm. apart from that there's no swearing and it's a you know it's an everyday action film it's just got a lot of violence and some some boobs and because it were on the fine line they decided that it's easier for a kid to get hold of a video and watch it at home than it is to get into a cinema so yeah. the lower the age to 15 so you can see it in the cinema but then on that assumption, it's that parents will buy Starship Troopers and then not let their 15-year-old kids see it at home. Well, I'll be honest with you. If I would maybe leave Ernie to maybe about 13 or 14 and not let him watch Starship Troopers. Yeah, right, okay. But has he seen, what else has he seen that's violent? Um, He's watched a hell of a lot of John Carpenter movies with me because, you know, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, he's watched, yeah. Yeah. So he's watched the thing. I don't even know why he's bothered mentioning that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> saying, you know. Yeah. Of course. He's watched the thing. All the listeners are home now, just going. Of course, he's fucking seen it. Ernie's a big lad. He's ten foot tall. Yeah. Why? Why have he not seen Kurt Russell? <laughs> he's eleven. Of course, he's seen Escape from New York. <laughs> Has he seen the thing? Yeah. Right, I don't see a problem. <laughs> I sounded like his doctor, the movie doctor. Listen, listen. I don't see a problem. I, with I know. I know what Ernie can watch and what Ernie can't watch. All right, you know I know what I was like at eleven. You know, in 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 my head, I was oh. chomp. I was chomping at the bit to, to watch fucking <laughs> fatal, fatal Attraction. You know, at that stage, so I could get a, a look at Glenn Close's boobs. You know, I, I listen. Oh. That's what I was like. That's what I was just like. And I know, I know what he can take and what he can't take. Ernie, Ernie came to me one night and he was like, "Can we watch it?" And I was like, "Well." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can imagine him coming. Sorry, I can imagine him coming in like, like the biggest dick in the locker room, just walking yeah. in. Hey, Dad, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, you're I'll, eleven. I'll, I'll tell you how it goes. I said, to him, okay. And I was like, but it's a horror movie, like, and he was like, it's fine, it's no problem. And I was like, right, okay. So turned it on, and as soon as he seen <laughs> Pennywise in the drain. That oh, was yeah. it. He was like, no, <laughs> no, no. I was like, I was like, do you want to watch it? He goes, no, don't watch it, don't watch it, don't watch it. And I was like, turned it off. And I was like, like I told you, it's a horror movie. And he's like, no, <laughs> I don't like that. And, then, and it's like, I have really scarred him for life now in clowns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I went, I saw that in the cinema and that opening was creepy. Yeah. That was very creepy, you know. The second one is not a patch on that first. For some reason, I think maybe it was just when you're watching actors that you don't recognise, you kind of... You're using kids that I've never seen much of before. I ain't seen anything of most of them. So you're watching them in this situation, and you genuinely think any of them could go here. I don't know who they yeah, are. It's, it's, it's more believable when there's nobody's. Yeah, when it's Jessica Chastain and uh, James McAvoy, you're just like, okay, two of these are getting through. And yeah, Bill Hader and Bill Hader is getting like, no. Bill Hader. (laughs) Um, Am I a Carmen guy or am I a Dizzy man? Dizzy or Carmen. Okay, I'm going to share something with the the group. Uh, See if it's about about wild things. You can take it and fucking park it in the bedroom where it belongs, all right? Wild Things was a sexual awakening for me. Of course me. it was. It was a sexual awakening. We got to see what fucking Nev Campbell's tits. We got to see... No, no, we never saw her. It rose from the back oh, of Nev. Move oh, Nev. Right. But, uh, yeah, Denise, she, she took one for the team that day. I mean, Matt, I feel sorry for Matt Dillon having to go through that. 
but that was a uh, and, and to be honest that's kind of stuck with me <sighs> ever oh, since Jesus You're Dina Meyer you've opened the safe to the wank bank tonight haven't you, <laughs> you you've, un, you've somebody's cracked the code on the wank bank tonight oh here we go <laughs> Oh, we should we shouldn't have talked about we should have spoke about Dean Norris instead, shouldn't we, from Breaking Bad? Well, you know, his the way that his suit was seven thousand times bigger than what it should have been. <laughs> you know, who the fuck dressed him? <laughs> I love that Clancy Brown was the last man standing as well. He was this hard ass sad drill sergeant and he just happened to be the bloke that went in single handedly caught this brain bug at the end. It was just absolutely proper it's, a, it's an 80s, it's, that is an 80s action movie to me, just done in 1997. Yeah, yeah, but I think uh, there is there is so many redeeming things about Starship Troopers, and again, I can't wait to, there's a few movies in life that I can't wait Ernie or wait for Ernie to grow up to watch, to appreciate. Uh, yeah. I can't, like, there's the Diehards, the Terminators, yeah. uh, you know, fucking Robocop. Command, Commando, Robocop, Total recalls, you know, I can't wait for him to, to grow up and to actually appreciate movies like this. And do you know what? Verhoeven as a whole just sums it up. You know, ev- everything that he is just sums it all up. He's a European guy making American movies for an American audience with a European eye. And that's, that's all it is. So there's our special of soup. I keep wanting to call it Super Troopers. Super, <laughs> Super Troopers is also a fantastic film. Go and watch it. I thought you were talking about the ABBA song. That's Super the one I would... Super Troopers, I took gonna find you. Super Troopers. Right. What was I going to say to you? Oh, we're doing a podcast, aren't we? Hello, everyone. Is this life? <laughs> so, yeah, it is, actually. So I was thinking, Super Troopers, that's the one that I was going to mention to you last week when we were doing um, comedy sequels that came out much later than their originals. And I kept mentioning uh, Dumb and Dumber 2 and the other one I keep forgetting. Um, Anchorman. I don't know what you want from me there, now. <laughs> no, 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 I kept mentioning Anchorman, Dumb and Dumber 2, and there was one other I was trying to remember that was, it came out a long time after its original, and it was shit. Super Troopers 2. Super Troopers, the original, was fantastic. It was hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. original comedy. Four guys, five guys. We watched that, we watched that together, we did. yes. Yeah, yeah, we did. And then they did a sequel, and I couldn't get to the end. I really couldn't. Really? It was just... That bad? I, it, because it wasn't... <sighs> It just wasn't right. And fans, yeah, super fans of the original love it, and fair play to them. If you love it, you love it. But I was watching it, and I just thought, this is just trying to be the first one again. It it just didn't do anything new. Yeah, I'm probably going to get slaughtered for that, but I don't care. Um, So, next weekend, well, we're recording Thursday night, is the next edition of the Game of Kings, the Movie Chef podcast pod quiz pod. Quiz game quiz. You quiz. will be taking, you will be taking on uh King Josh. Yeah. Um his minst his uh Harlequin. Minstrel? Is it is it a minstrel? <laughs> Who plays the plays oh, the loot? Um he accompanies him. Uh, and also Glyn 
who sent a very, a Fuck very. St- you, Glenn. He sent a very strong, or, or Star Lord sent it a was, very. It was very. It, 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 I'll be honest with you. I actually rang up a close personal friend of the podcast, Jack Dorsey, uh, and I had to find out if if it was legal for him to use that amount of language on Twitter or not. Turns well. out. Turn, turns out it is. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not like I do about that. Listen, this is the third... Well, you won the first one, but there's no evidence of that. So this is the second official pod quiz movie chef pod quiz quiz and, pod. And can we just... Can we just... Can we just kind of put a caveat in there as well? I lost by two points because Glenn asked the most fucking ridiculously random question that anybody's ever asked anybody in any fucking quiz. I'm sure you lost uh, by more than two points, to be honest. Oh, it, was more, it was two points. It was two points. I'm sure I have the uh, the answers here somewhere. I'm almost sure that Josh finished on 19 and I finished on 17. <sighs> no, I don't have the scores. Stop rustling paper like you're fucking doing something. <laughs> I'm here at my desk. So anyway, you've got you've got to keep the end up now, so to speak. You need you need to be swatting. Proactive. I need to be proactive. I've told you, I've told you what my specialist subject. I've told you what my specialist subject is. This time I know the specialist subject. I wasn't drunk when you text me and asked me what the specialist subject was and give you a random thing that I was watching on the television. <laughs> you were just watching pictures of Nick Cage. Well, I'm Listen. there at the time. I'm there. I'm fully there. I'm here. I'm there. I'm there. Listen. It's gonna happen, Paul. I'm not. I'm not just gonna beat them. I'm not just gonna beat them. I'm going to embarrass them. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? <laughs> I'm going to embarrass. Corm's all in. Corm's all in. I'm gonna have my son, my th- is like massaging my thighs before. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel is gonna be, you know, humming fucking little mantras into my ear. You're the best, Big Daddy. You're Whacking the best. you with palm leaves. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Aurora will be swearing at me like she usually does. <laughs> swearing um, like a doctor. Like a normal four-year-old. Uh, but that's just the way it goes. I, that, she psychs me up. You know, she psychs me up for this kind of stuff. Your, daughter, your daughter is very much the cutest girl who comes up. And you see her on videos to you where she says, Daddy, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Flips you the bird and goes storming out. She's lovely. She's lovely. (laughs) Right, so that's coming up next week. Very special episode. Um, We have three or four guests doing quizzes. Three, three guests. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to handle all these people. <laughs> I, I, I normally have to have a drink or two to be, uh, to be on form to try and host a quiz because I get nervous that I fuck it up and you all like launch straight on me for scoring you wrong or something. So this is going to go like a well-oiled machine. And if you watched or listened even to the last quiz, you'll know what the format is like. <laughs> random, random questions. <laughs> yeah. What oh. colour is my wall? <laughs> which one? <laughs> Depends which part of the wall. <laughs> right, well, anyway, so tune in next week. Subscribe to us on all the places where you get your podcasts. If you've given us a listen to now, uh, tweet us at Pod Movie Chef. Um, always want to hear from you. Look, 
like I say, subscribe to us. Uh, we really love everybody listening and supporting us and whatnot and uh, listening to our shite once a week. So thanks very much. Um, anything to anything to leave your core maniacs with, my furry peace. friend? Peace and love, and we are going to rectally destroy Glynn on Thursday night, people. It's going to happen. I'm going to take my quiz brain and rectally shove it up Glynn's rectomaniac. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I'm going to wreck the house. Rectomaniac. Get ready, Glynn. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Rectum!